Hello, Mama. So happy to be here with you today from my cozy closet. <laughs> oh, man, to have an office someday. But also the sound is better in here. So it's great. It's great. I'm excited that I'm here with you. I hope you're having an amazing day. I am excited to share with you today's episode. It's uh, all about the Holy Spirit. And this is the most key component you will ever have for parenting. I mean, for really for any relationship, but we're all mamas here and we're talking about parenting and, you know, there's all these things, uh, different methods out there and suggestions about how to parent and all these things. And, you know, some of them are valid and we're going to be talking about it soon. However, the number one thing that you need to parent well is the Holy Spirit with you. The cool thing is you have access to this all of the time. So we're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like today. But before we jump in, I just want to remind you, probably heard me say it, but if you're not in the Facebook group, make sure you hop in there. It's such an incredible community of moms that are supporting each other that you're saying, hey, me too. I struggle with that too. Hey, what do you think about this? Can you pray for me? Can you uh, give me encouragement? Uh, you, It's so great to be able to receive that encouragement and the advice and also be able to give it. It's, it's such an amazing community and Lauren and I run it and it's just so beautiful what has been happening in there lately. I mean, all the time, but especially lately, people have been really just building each other up. So I hope you'll hop in there. You can find it at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Morning Mama Facebook group. By the way, this is uh, kind of funny. If you've looked for it before and you've listened to some of my old podcasts where I called it Morning Mama Collective. So I changed the name uh, at the advice of my business coach, um, but I didn't realize that you couldn't... <laughs> when you searched for morning mama, anything, it would not pop up. And so there was actually a Facebook group. Uh, I can't remember where it was or what it was exactly called. Something about morning mama, mom is in the morning or something. And they kept getting requests from you guys looking for our group and they were confused. And it was like a specific city, you know, if you live in Detroit or wherever it was, that was their, their morning mama spot. And so I'm sorry, guys. It's fixed. I added uh, because of Lauren. Lauren's the one that helps me run it uh, because of her advice. She's like, oh, I think it was a little hard to find. I wonder if anyone else struggles with that. And <laughs> the same week, someone told me about that other group saying, hey, we've been getting a lot of people looking for this group. Uh, we're not it. So sorry. Sorry for all of you. Hope you can find it now. I added some Morning Mama to the title. Uh, so it's like, I think it says now Morning Mama mental health and parenting sisterhood, something like Christian mental health and parenting sisterhood. I think that's it. So you'll find it. You can also use the show, the link in the show notes that'll lead you right to it. Um, and, or go and search for any of that. So, or go to bit.ly bit.ly slash morning mama Facebook group. So all that to say, I hope you find it. I can't wait to meet you, hear your story and I'm excited. I'm excited for today's episode. So prepare your heart because it's going to be good. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. 
Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama. So the Holy Spirit. Now, I know you all have different faith backgrounds and, you know, most of us here consider ourselves Christian or Jesus followers, but I know that that looks like a lot of different things, right? Each denomination kind of has its own take on the Holy Spirit and what that looks like. And, you know, I want to be honoring of everyone, but I also want to speak truth here. And what I have found is that we need, I need the Holy Spirit in my life, Uh, like an actual relationship where I'm in this every day, like a friend that's right there next to me where we're, we're, we're talking back and forth and I need his presence in my everyday life. And so if you don't know what I'm talking about, I really encourage you to lean into this episode because this is a game changer. Now, you know, I grew up in the church. I've always been in the Christian church but, and, and there were great churches and, you know, I, I started following Jesus like at age four. I remember raising my hand in Sunday school, which now looking back on it's funny because, you know, my, my son, they'll send videos sometimes of him in the kids church at our church. And when they do the prayer to say yes to Jesus, like he's in like the, I don't know what age it goes up to. I think it's like three to five. <laughs> They say, okay, raise your hand if you want to say yes to Jesus. And everyone raises their hands. They all have their eyes closed, so they can't see each other, but they all raise their hands. It's so cute. And every week they do this. It's just the best. So I see him raise his hand every week. So, you know, I don't know when I first started raising my hand, but the moment I remember is when I was four. Um, And so, you know, obviously at four, I don't fully understand my faith and what that looks like. And so it's been a journey to walk it out. And, you know, if you've heard my story in some of the earlier podcasts, I've had a very tumultuous relationship with God where there was a lot of ups and downs. But the whole time, except for a short period in college, you know, I always believed, even when I wasn't following God, I always believed. And then in college, there was a a period of questioning and I really had to make my faith fully my own and and wrestle with some some really hard questions that I had. And I also want to speak to that for a minute. You know, there's been some people, um, in the Facebook group and in in our community wrestling with some really hard faith questions. And I just want to encourage you, don't, don't skirt back from that. That's not the right word. Don't, don't, uh, hide yourself from that. Don't feel like you can't press into that because God can handle every single one of your questions. He is not worried. He is not scared. He's not annoyed. He is not offended. Um, he is not angry. Like he wants you to question because if you don't speak those questions out and you don't, uh, seek the answers and and they're big enough, like there's something that is kind of gnawing at you, then you're not going to be able to, to fully show up with God. You're not going to be able to, to fully meet with him. Like, authentically and and vulnerably and openly because you have these walls up, these questions that create these walls. And so it is, it is hard questioning. It is, it is not a fun process by any means. I remember this time in college being kind of excruciating, questioning like the reality of life and the world and the existence of God. And, oh, I can still remember how much it hurt, but 
I know from that season, I have created a foundation in my faith that is unshakable. And then from then on, you know, God showed up in these different ways that has just solidified and solidified and solidified my faith. Um, and this, this foundation that I stand on now is so firm. And so I encourage you, ask the questions, find some people in your life that are trustworthy, come into the Facebook group. I don't have all the answers, but we can talk about it as a community. Um, ask your pastors, ask the leaders in your church, read some books. Uh, it's, it's so important to make sure that you can stand firmly with God and he, he wants that for you and he can, he can handle it all again. And generally like this is very, you know, if you're questioning some really great books that I recommend the one that did it for me was Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. It's such a great one. Another one that I've heard that I haven't read myself, but I've heard so many people talk about it is The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel. So those are some some great books to kind of supplement your faith with. But uh, I also encourage you to have some in-person conversations with some people, some pastors, some leaders in your life, um, because it's really important. And I'm really excited for you because I know that God's going to show up in this. And just, just don't give up until you find those answers. Don't, don't settle for not knowing, um, whatever way, like, and now I say that, but there's also going to be things in our faith we don't fully understand, right? We have finite minds and we're trying to comprehend an infinite, infinite God, right? God is (laughs) bigger than we can imagine, right? Like, and so we cannot comprehend it fully. So there's that. But if you have some gnawing questions that are affecting how you show up with God and how you're pursuing faith, then you definitely want to dive into those. So I wanted to start by that, saying that. But, you know, I I share my background because, you know, I went through all of these years and decades in the church, and it wasn't until really recently, um, the past five to ten years, that I really... Uh, was introduced to the Holy Spirit. Now, you know, maybe people have talked about it when I was younger and I just don't remember. Obviously, there's always so much that we take in and we, we miss things, you know, so I'm not trying to blame or put anyone at fault, but I just want to encourage you because that might be you. Maybe you've grown up and you've never really heard someone talk about the Holy Spirit besides just referencing the Trinity, right? And it's like, oh yeah, that's the, the okay, well, I don't know much about Holy Spirit. You know, we talk about Jesus, we talk about Father God, but we don't often talk about the Holy Spirit depending on where you're going to church. Now, I love that my church um, talks about how some some churches have an overemphasis of the Holy Spirit. So maybe you've also been a part of that where uh, Holy Spirit gets a little weird or a lot weird. Like there's some, been some weird stuff that you have seen and you're like, I don't think I want anything to do with that. And that's kind of the, the tradition my pastors grew up in. And so they're really big on not doing that. So they always say the Holy Spirit isn't weird people are weird. So if you saw some weird expressions of the Holy Spirit, that was not God because he's not weird. (laughs) The people are weird. And I love that because I've heard some, you know, that was not me. Obviously I talked about how I didn't really experience much about the Holy Spirit. And so, um, I I don't know what that's like, but I've heard some stories and I, um, believe that God is not weird. And my experience of the Holy Spirit is not weird. And so I encourage you if, if you're on that side of the spectrum where you're like, I don't, 
don't think I want anything to do with this. Like just lean in more and, uh, you know, try uh, a different expression and read and dig into your scripture. Really. I'm not going to go into the scripture a lot today. I'm going to link the sermons that my, my church has been going through. So you can hear all of the scripture of, uh, the proof of the Holy spirit and what God wants us to have, uh, in relationship with him, you know, and so I'm not going to go in depth into all of that today, but you can definitely go and investigate that and then read the scripture yourself because we're not making this stuff up. It is in your word. It's in the same Bible that we both share. So I'm kind of touching on this, but those of you that when on the other side, there's either the overemphasis usually or the underemphasis. And this is kind of what I grew up in. There wasn't much talk about the Holy Spirit. You know, there wasn't in-depth discussion of it. There was no uh, conversation about hearing God's voice. And so if you've grown up with that, I just encourage you to press in. There is more waiting for you. And uh, you've probably, if you've dug into some of my early episodes, I, I talk a lot about this and how the Holy Spirit has transformed my life. And, you know, the beginning, uh, a big, a big turning point in that was uh, after my miscarriage and God had told me it was a girl. And it turned out, you know, it was a girl and there's a whole long story about that whole thing. And so that was a big turning point in my life where God's voice just got confirmed. And I, I, you know, I think I had believed he spoke, but just doubted it a lot. And so, uh, having his voice confirmed in me was a a complete game changer. And so now my relationship with the Holy Spirit looks so different. And that's what I want to talk with you about today is this is possible for you too, and like I said, I'm not going to go in depth into the scripture, but I do want to give you just one, one that just makes it so clear to just kind of convince you a little bit. So this is after Jesus, he's died and he's risen again, and he's about to leave and ascend to heaven. And this is what he says. This is from John 16, seven. He says, nevertheless, I tell you, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Uh, is that not so clear? right? Like it's better that I leave. It's better that Jesus leaves. Who wants Jesus to leave? No one, (laughs) right? But he says, it's better that I leave because the helper is coming. And I even want you to look at that word of helper, right? If, If we're thinking of the Holy Spirit as this distant figure that is just there, like that's not what a helper is. A helper is near to us. A helper is there in the thick of it with us, right? And so this is who the Holy Spirit is. And this is what I've found to be true in my life. And so I'm so excited to share with you more what it looks like to parent with the Holy Spirit. So first of all, you need to invite the Holy Spirit into your life. And you know, this is something that my church believes is separate from the salvation experience. And it's not anything crazy or dramatic. It's really just saying, Holy Spirit, come into my life. I invite you in and you remove all barriers. You, you say, God, whatever you have for me, I want it. And that's, that's a key part of it is because, you know, there can be a lot of fear and um, uncertainty around the Holy Spirit and what God has for you, you know, specifically around the gift of tongues. And if that's a struggle for you, I encourage you to go and listen to one of the sermons I'm going to link below in the show notes. And so that, that can feel weird and scary. And I felt like that for a long time, actually, until (laughs) I had a different experience with the Holy Spirit until I met people that it wasn't weird and it wasn't scary. And I got to know God in this capacity. And so you have to remove all barriers. You have to say, God, whatever you have for me, I want it. And as you do that and you invite the Holy Spirit into your life, 
then he shows up in this new capacity. Now, when you, when you say yes to Jesus, you, you have the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's with you. But there's a second experience of the Holy Spirit that I believe in called the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that's what I just referenced. But the Holy Spirit's with you when you say yes to Jesus. You do have the Holy Spirit. I know that sounds complicated. I was stuck and hung up on it for a long time trying to understand. Again, if you want to know more, go and uh, listen to the episodes. And hey, it's also okay if your church believes something different. You know, this isn't required. The, the, the thing is, if, if you don't believe in this, then all you do is you say, Holy Spirit, I want everything. And you see if there's anything more, <laughs> you know, um, just, you don't have to call it the baptism, of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to call it anything. You could just make sure that you are fully submitted to the Holy Spirit and open to anything God has for you. So that's my heart. And so what this looks like as you begin this journey with the Holy Spirit and, and as you play this out in your motherhood is the Holy Spirit is with you in everything, right? He's called the helper. And so here you are as a mom. And I know all of us oftentimes feel so uncertain and confused and frustrated because we don't know what to do. Like, I heard this about this thing in parenting. And I also heard this thing that completely contradicts that thing. And I also heard this other thing that's kind of in the middle of both of them, which is the right thing. I know I'm not the only one that struggles with that. But I also have fully been there. And so it's so confusing, especially in this day of, of information. And it, you feel like I have to pick the best thing or I'm going to mess up my kids. I encourage you, if you didn't hear the last episode, to go back and listen and dive into what it looks like, what how modern parenting has uh, created this illusion that we have to be these perfect parents because we are, our child's uh, livelihood is at stake. Now, we do need to be biblical parents and and be faithful to what God has entrusted us with, but we're going to mess up. We're not going to be perfect. And the thing is that there is no perfect way. There's no perfect way. What I have come to terms with myself is I'm going to do things as close to what the Bible says as possible. And so now I'm filtering everything I do in parenting through that. And so that's given me a little bit more of a firm foundation to stand on. So I'm not lost in that confusion, but I also want to show you the whole point of today is to show you how you can do this with the Holy Spirit as well. So you're in this moment with your kid, you're feeling confused. Like, should I apologize now? Should I uh, implement discipline? Should I do X, Y, Z or number three? (laughs) What you do, especially when you've gotten to know the Holy Spirit, you've invited him in fully, you know how to hear his voice. You just go off. And even going off can mean stepping away from your child for just a second and not even like, you don't even have to go in another room. Just get a couple feet between you and take a breath and say, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do right now? Holy Spirit, what, what is, what are you, how are you going to guide me? And he will speak to you and he will show you. Now, sometimes our, our pain, um, our dysregulation can block the voice of the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, you, you need to make sure that is under in check. And, you know, I, if you haven't listened to episodes 15 through 20, I unpack this in restoration theory. And this is by using the four steps, you can get to a grounded place where you're able to hear from the Holy Spirit. So I do believe that's also essential because we can totally shut him out, uh, when our pain is all that we can see or hear. But when we're able to push that aside and step aside, we can lean in to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And who knows what he'll say? Maybe he'll say to 
pray together with your child. Maybe he'll say that, you know, they, a discipline is necessary. Maybe they'll say, hey, you need to apologize because you're being uh, not a loving mother in that moment. And God is going to guide you. And that's the beauty. The Holy Spirit is there to be with you in all of these circumstances. And here's the thing is that God loves our kids more than we even could f- ever fathom, like more than we can, more than we can even more than we even have the capacity to do so, even though we feel like we love them so much. And yet he loves them more, which is hard to fathom. And so in that, he wants to guide them. He wants to lead them. He wants to tell you the right things to do in the right moments. And so we have to trust that he is going to speak to us because he wants to speak to us. And that's who he is. He's the helper. I've heard this referred to as uh, a mother mentor. Like Holy Spirit can be a mother mentor that in all these little moments where we don't know what to do, we just lean into the voice of the Holy Spirit and he's going to mentor us. He's going to show us where to, to put our feet, where to walk, what to say, what to do. And this is such an amazing freedom that you can find and that the pressure isn't just on your shoulders. You don't have to figure it out all alone. Really, you're not supposed to. God wants to have a say. God wants to speak into it, but we have to lean into the power and the voice of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, this is something that's available to you right now, but it usually is something that you have to kind of practice. You have to practice hearing his voice and practice trusting that. It's just like any spiritual discipline, it requires faith believing that Holy Spirit is speaking, believing that God has something to say to you, and it requires practice. So just because it's uh, something that's real doesn't mean it doesn't require practice. You have to learn to really hone into his voice. You have to learn to remove distractions. You have to learn to trust. You have to learn to, to know what his voice sounds like. And if you're trying to test, is this the voice of the Holy Spirit or something else? You know, usually it does sound like your own voice from inside. But here's the thing. It's never going to contradict the Bible. It's never going to contradict God's character. And, you know, we can also go to other people that we know that have the gift of discernment and have a strong relationship with the Holy Spirit. And we can ask their advice. Hey, does this sound like it's the Holy Spirit? Hey, what do I do here? And I've done that before. And in big things that I, I get confused if God's saying this and I don't know what to do. Here's the thing. God's not a God of confusion. So I've gone to leaders and I've said, Hey, this is what I'm hearing. I'm a little confused. And they've spoken into me and helped led me and guide me in what to do with that, how to press in further into that, what to, what to make, how to make sense of it. And so these are the things that we need to do to allow the Holy Spirit to come into our parenting. One, we need to fully invite the Holy Spirit into our lives. Two, we need to practice listening to his voice. That means in the morning or whenever you do your time with God, reading his word, right? That's, that's the biggest way that he speaks to us is through his word. And we're not going to be able to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit if we don't know his word and we don't know God's character, which we learn through the Bible. And so we need to be in the word. We need to practice that listening. We need to give God time. And what this looks like literally is I often ask God questions. I say, God, what do you think of this? God, what do you think of me? I love that question. If you're just getting started, you've probably heard me say this one before because it's a classic I go back to. I I ask God, what do you think of me? And he's so creative in his answer often. He, he comes up with the coolest stuff that teaches me something, encourages me. It uplifts me. It teaches me something about myself, about my strengths, about how he created me. And it's so incredible. So I encourage you to go and try that one out. But we need to practice hearing him and practice being in his word and getting to know him And then we need to invite him into the little moments. 
You know, he's, he's, he's there all the time. We have access to him all the time, but we often cut ourselves off from him. We often separate ourselves. And so we need to practice leaning into that in the little moments. And the beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit as well is one of the biggest evidence that Holy Spirit is in you is the fruit of the Spirit, which you need for parenting, right? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Do we not need those things in parenting? Uh Uh-huh. And that's the beauty of the Holy Spirit is we don't have to work for those. We don't have to strive for them. When we allow the Holy Spirit to flow through us, those are going to come out of us naturally because it's God's power in us. It's not our own power. Now, if you do know the Holy Spirit and you think, wait a minute, I I don't see those things playing out in my motherhood, Again, it might be that your pain is getting in the way of the Holy Spirit working. We, we can block him. And so that's going to be something that you, I encourage you to do is grab some coaching. We can work through your pain and your peace cycle so that you can get to the bottom of what is blocking the Holy Spirit from moving in your life. And I am excited to, to help you learn how to hone into the voice of the Holy Spirit more. The more that you can grow in your faith and you can practice it, the more you're going to see the power of him moving. And he wants to show you how to parent. He wants to be in the middle of it with you and give you all the power you need to be that loving mother you always dreamed of. So let me pray for you. God, we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the power that that you've given to us through the Holy Spirit. We thank you that we have access, full access to your Holy Spirit. And God, we just invite Holy Spirit in. God, we invite you in. Holy Spirit, we invite you in all the way. No reservations. Come in more. Flood in. We remove all barriers, God, and we say we want more of you, Holy Spirit. We want more of you. Thank you for the work that you want to do in us. Thank you that you're going to lead and guide us. We trust you. Just speak to us loudly. Open our ears that we can hear from you. We want to parent the way that you're calling us to parent. We want to do it with your voice. God, we thank you for this gift that you've given us. God, help none of us to forget it. Help us to learn to to walk in that, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.